Hello and welcome to the episode three of Talking Utter Slot with uh, me, Scott. And me, Pedro. And for this episode, we're both recently returned, as in yesterday, from the Swindon Skeletric Swap Meet. Uh, that's exactly what it says on the tin there. Uh, and we'll be talking about what we did or didn't buy uh, at Swindon. Uh, and just because I didn't buy anything, I have to talk about what else arrived in the post. You bought a sandwich, didn't you? I did buy a sandwich. No, I bought some biscuits and a cup of tea. That was all I bought. Uh, so not really very slottish. But fortunately, pre-ordering and eBay and postal delays have all conspired. That meant when I returned home um, at, before the weekend, I had a couple of things which had arrived. And I got something rather nice for Christmas, which I'm going to share. But you you actually bought some stuff. Now, before we go, before we go into that, I'm going to say Swindon has a nice position in the calendar because it's a sort of first weekend after Christmas and New Year. And although it's not been long since the Gaydon Winter Festival, it pro- and it feels that whole Christmas thing. Uh, so it's nice if you've got a bit of dosh or you've saved up a bit of dosh or see people uh, go to Swindon, have a rummage, come back with stuff. So I went with some enthusiasm, uh, probably more enthusiasm than normal. And um, so it's surprising I didn't buy anything. Part of the reason I didn't buy anything was the lights weren't on. Well, not all of them. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't see it well. Not so you got this to paint a picture for people. So it's in a big sports hall, usual high roof for, you for badminton, etc. And there's got the lights. Uh, and the place had had a bit of an unfortunate electrical issue in the days or days running up to the event, uh, and basically gave the organisers the option of carry on or stop. And I think quite rightly they carried on because people had booked and people were coming from a long distance. And the lights at the side were on, so you could see, and the tables around the edges were reasonably well lit, uh, but the tables in the middle did feel a little bit uh, dark. Um, it felt gloomy. I didn't realise, I assumed like... it had blown that morning rather than they knew in advance. Well, it was, I think that was yeah, how much before, but I think there was no real option. The option was there not to have it, and I don't think that would have been the right thing to do, and I, I yeah. completely support them for, for carrying on. But nevertheless, oh, yeah. you, walked in, you walked in the in the hall, and it was a little dark, which kind of killed it. But there was people to see and chat to, which is always good, uh, and there's stuff to see. And, as and did, you see, you, did you see in the middle aisles, there were two dudes who obviously used to be Boy Scouts because they had torches, and they were pointing. Uh, uh, that makes more sense now. They had been briefed the day before, maybe, um, because I just oh, thought, yeah. "Oh, you, you, you guys are Boy Scouts. You bought, you had torches on you, ready." And they were lighting things on their on their table so people could see. You're interested well, in this one over here. Yeah, let me shine the torch on it. Well, it's, you know, to add to the going to a swap meet checklist for you and I, it's not only glasses, wallet, but also head torch because I think that you needed one of those mounted on your head. So and you I did think. Them. I did think I um I keep forgetting to take a nine volt battery with me as well because I think that's quite a useful thing to carry around with you as long as you haven't well, got wire well in your pocket. Very, at the that's same time. very untrusting, though, isn't it? That's you believing the motor would go. Well, uh, untrusting? No, I'm a trustful kind of guy. It's just uh, reassuring, I think. Glasses, uh, nine volt battery, wallet, and some cash because, as I told you, um. I managed to rock up. I did have my glasses this time. Um, I did have my wallet with me this time, but I didn't have any actual folding stuff. And so I got to the door and asked them nicely, do you take cards for the entrance? No. 
I was I was on my phone to um, John Underwood inside, uh, and out out of the um, I, I got there about after about an hour, and while I was waiting to go in, who should appear at the door but that young man Simon from Hornby, the brand manager or whatever he is. Thoroughly mm. decent fellow because he saw me, said hello, how are you? And I said, well, I'm fine, but I haven't got any money. And he said, oh yeah, have three quid. And so uh, shout out to young Simon from Hornby, who's a scholar and a gent, and I owe him three quid. <laughs> Good. Otherwise, I'm glad, I'm glad there you... would be very little content for this particular podcast. So that's that's us covered that, that at least in part this episode has been sponsored by. <laughs> we've been sponsored by Hornby, of course we have. <laughs> Only three episodes in, and we've got. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it's taking off. I think you know, we'll, let's see where we get to on this one. Um, anyway, having all of that preamble and the difficulties of getting in and seeing when you got in, um, what did you buy? Uh, what did I buy? I didn't go mad. You said that you felt or think that Swindon's nicely placed. I don't know. I, I, I kind of slightly disagree, but that's only because I get frustrated by hearing about product that's coming and not seeing it in the flesh and both Gaiden and Swindon are at a time of year where we don't seem to get many genuine new releases in my mind in my perception of things and so I go there thinking oh yes gonna see new toys gonna see this gonna see that I mean I I went to Gaiden hoping to see the scale auto NSX didn't see it didn't see any I didn't actually look that hard but I didn't see any at um Swindon either and it's like well there's a new product there but it's not on the store on the tables and I'm slightly miffed um but that's just so I don't think necessarily it's fantastic place but if you've got pocket money for Christmas um then yeah but most of the folks there aren't school kids who've got pocket money from their aunties and uncles for Christmas are they they're they're mostly silver-haired gents like yourself and me (laughs) silver foxes (laughs) like yourself and me Steady on. I think. I think <laughs> the point being, though, that I think there's that sense of um, you know new new beginning. You know, maybe would you be would you be buying yourself anything in the run up to Christmas when all that's gone on? So there's that freedom and liberation to go right. I can go and focus on me. Um, I think talking about the new releases, obviously this past however many months where we've had postal strikes. So we're coming off the back of COVID-affected transport links from the other side of the world for years, uh, which were delaying new releases arriving. Then we're into postal strikes. Uh, and I know Pendle certainly sort of said, oh, kind of week before Christmas, right, we're not, you know, we're giving up now. We're not going to try and send anything and guarantee it coming to you before mm-hmm. Christmas because uh, okay. it's just a bit of a lottery. And in fact, that's, you know, the things that, are, that I got, which I technically were purchased in late 2022 but didn't arrive until uh, 2023 because of the, the postal strike so that may have, may have affected my view of it being at a good time of the year just it's simply like it's that post christmas new year it's a kind of dark dank january what else can you do you know it's pretty grim so um there is that and there is the whole kind of uh New year, new financial year, so your budgets are reset and you can spend, spend, spend. Budgets? Budgets? Do you have a budget for slot code? No, I don't. I just don't know. So what did I buy? I Well, I went with the intention of um, checking out Mr. Uh, the young Phil Smith's uh, stall because I'd been in contact with him beforehand. You know, um, via, via the Gaiden podcast, you can pick up on my uh, current Ford Galaxy itch. 
and he had a couple on his website and I contacted him and I think he said he'd sold them and then suddenly he'd found another one. And anyhow, he agreed to take one over or up. I don't know where he is across to Swindon. I said I could go and have a look, see, and obviously, inevitably, as soon as I saw, I purchased a very nice Dan Gurney um, kind of burgundy, metallic burgundy uh, thun- a galaxy. I nearly called it Thunderbird. Um, which has been on my, it's, it's the proper shape as well. Part of my love of the galaxy is the fact that as a wee kid, I had the Matchbox Fire Chief Galaxy. Did you have that one? I don't remember. I remember. We should, we should see for the one you've just bought is a Revel monogram model from Revel monogram. Yeah, it's not resin. <laughs> it's not resin. And so but it was lovely because it was in its presentation box with a slip case and everything. Yeah. And it was, so it's probably what fifteen years old as a model, maybe that kind of. Is it? Thing. I don't know. I don't know the history of those. Um, it's absolute mint. It still had a bit of plastic on the roof to stop the cardboard kind of scuffing up the roof, and um, I haven't taken it apart yet. But I'm delighted with it. It's a little bit more chromey than I was expecting, but um, no, I'm happy as Larry with that. Uh, I really am because it it just looks like my Matchbox Fire Chief car, except it doesn't say Fire Chief down the side. Obviously, it says Dan Gurney. Yeah. Yet. Dan Gurney featured a bit. Did you see? Maybe he didn't. There's a dude. Um, I believe he's triplex on eBay. I don't know how to describe him without possibly causing litigation. Um, so, but I saw a guy there who I take as being triplex, and on his stall was uh, a Dan Gurney Scalectrix Mercury Cougar, which I didn't know as a model. And I picked it up and I was very, very tempted, not because I'm a Dan Gurney fanboy, but because I do like the, um, oh, I just realized the Mercury Cougar. That's another one from my Matchbox days. I had a little Corgi Sheriff that was a Mercury Cougar. Um, but I didn't buy it because when I flipped it over and looked at it, the um, the ground clearance was like non-existent between the gear and the what would be the surface. I just thought Was this a Hornby one, a Skeletrix one? It was, it was a Skeletrix one, yeah. Yeah, Anyhow, I didn't buy that. I did buy that. I didn't buy that. Um, I also sidewinders. The gear would be quite. It'd be next to the wheel if it's if it's the same one. It is. It is next to the wheel. Um, I don't know whether there'd been a lot of wear from memory. I think the tires still had kind of tread on them. So I just looked at it and thought, "There's no way that's going to run on you know, fifteen-year-old Ninko track that's pitted and got divots in it." Uh, which is disappointing because I do quite like the, the Cougar. Um, I also bought from Mr. Smith. Uh, he had a couple of, I don't know how to say it, Plafit, Playfit chassis, those Japanese things for 124th. He has, had some 132nds as well, which just, I don't know, I, I, um, I've got a real thing about 124th at the moment, and I did go a bit mad a few months back on eBay and stockpiled because you need to stockpile just in case you know end of days comes uh, a whole load of Tamiya kits, uh, including don't, well, ask, Tamiya, don't, don't ask me. Don't ask me. <laughs> the M six. Yeah, I've got a one twenty fourth M six. Can't remember the brand at all. Um, we we the PlayStation Walking Horse PlayStation one, and hopefully, although. Now I think about it, maybe that chassis won't actually stretch wide enough, but it'll probably fit one of the others because I bought. Five or six Tamiya 124s with no chassis to go underneath them. And now I have at least two chassis to go underneath them. Okay. This is, you know, we look forward to this and the, uh, and the, the, um, I'm going to forget what I want to call it a Cougar now. We've talked about Cougars, not the Cougar, the, the car that you bought at, uh, at Gaiden. 
that wasn't yeah. what you thought. The gates. Yeah. Oh, that that was that was a galaxy, but it was the earlier version. The galaxy. Yeah. Um, so the galaxy. I think there's yeah. a gal a galaxy restoration is is definitely on the cards. And maybe oh yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to bin it. Um, it's going to have to go in a bath of um, isopropyl alcohol um, to get the stickers off it and to get the paint off it and to just. But I, I, that's a question I need to ask the internet. Will isopropyl alcohol actually eat the resin as well? Don't worry, that's rhetorical um, for me to. Depends remember. on the depends on what the resin is made of, I suppose. I guess. Um, uh, well, I'll give it. A, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give a Google and I'll give it a go. But that's a that's you a could, long. You could ask my other half because he is a chemist. But he would probably yeah. ask you technical questions. Ah, so. uh, okay. Well, yeah, which I won't be able to answer. The other, the only other thing I bought, I only bought three things. Um, uh-huh. Although I thoroughly enjoyed it, I, and thanks to Robert Learmouth for uh, continuing to organise it and um, putting it on, and uh, despite the dim lighting, which was quite amusing. Um, the other thing I bought was we, the, the club recently um, retired SCX as uh, classes, which is I thought quite sad. I love the way SCXs aren't like slotted or NSRs. So you're not racing any SCX at all? No SCX, no. Which is, um, yeah, well, the modern ones have a different motor. So they're not going to be, I don't know how different they're going to be, but they're going to be different. So, um, and there was, there's not that many choices in the modern ones. Um, So, yeah, we had a vote and they went. So wow. I thought I would pick up one of the new ones, particularly since the slot outlet were there, the slot outlet from eBay. Um, and they had some uh, Audis and AMG GT3s at 35 quid. And I thought, well, even if it's dire, um, 35 quid isn't too much to burn on a, on finding out how dire it is. So I picked up a, a nice green one of those, which I've since... Take, I took the body off last night and I was looking at it going, well, how the hell am I going to convert this to analog? Maybe I have made a bit of a faux pas here. And um, I, I looked at it, I poked it, I did this and that to it. And then I resorted to Google and found out there's a little switch. What I thought might be some kind of sensory thing underneath was actually a little switch. And you throw the switch, it's digital, you throw it the other way and it's analog. It's that easy. Ah, so it wasn't, my, wasn't my stab the throttle three times and... No, there was none of that. That's definitely for something. Maybe it's for Carrera then. I don't know. Don't come to me for technical advice. That's the only thing I Well, don't come to me to talk digital because I have no idea. But it's a nice-looking model. Um, I was amazed to find that the motor, which I thought, since I knew they had changed them, was closed can. It's still a sort of semi-open can. It's like the size of a Mabuchi, but it's got the open end of the old um, RX motors of yore from... Scalectrics of the past, uh, SCX of the past. That's a curious thing, I thought. Maybe for, maybe it's something to fit all the old chassis or something. I don't know. Um, talking mm-hmm. of digital, it gives me a chance to boost because aside from racing at the clubs, which I did, and I would occasionally win a heat. I don't think I ever won overall on a night. No, I'm sure I didn't. But did you not even race Farnborough? I've been to Farnborough once, and uh, I don't think I want to. I was only just to go and visit them there, the new one. But I used to race at oh. Liphook and Farnham, and for a little while down, uh, further down the A3. Um, but I, I was, I was okay. I would win the odd race. But anyway, the point was the one, the one and only uh, Hornby weekend, Skeletrix weekend in Margate that I went on. 
uh, and I can't give you the year off the top of my head, but it was the year they launched digital. And so uh -huh. the, as well as some presentations of showing some new stuff and there was a little auction of bits that guys are very excited about, the racing took place with digital on a digital layout. Um, and I quickly clocked that the thing to do was to not get knocked off. Uh, and yeah. therefore, to, to cut the long story short, I won. And I won the one, and I won digital conversion sets, and I won. We all got a car, and I think I may even have a certificate. But it was the only time I ever won anything. Uh, was so this I, you I, pretending I to be a dealer then? What, what were you doing at Hornby? No, no, you could do it. it. Was something done through the NSCC, and they may still do it. Uh, I haven't been a member for several years. We are uh, about twenty people, I think, from memory. Uh, you would go down for the weekend, stay in a local hotel, stroke B and B. Uh, and uh, they would give you a presentation on what was happening and stuff. So it was a, it was done for the club. Oh, um, that's nice. And there's a club car. I will I will dig out somewhere. There's, there is a car that I I got a, a Mitsubishi rally car from memory. Um, but that was yeah. So it was the first because everybody was trying to race, and of course digital this one was a bit slower, uh, and they were just crashing into each other. I just kind of stayed out of trouble. And about he he five or six people realized, realized people were trying to get me, so I just you know, it was about staying in the wrong lane, and uh, so I, I was that was good. I say people one or two, one or two of my club mates were out to get me, shall we say, which is always fair and love in Skeletrics. Um, so yeah, I was rather <laughs> proud of that, and I still have the digital conversion set, and I've never I've never plugged never it in. Because I thought, well, that's too expensive. I've got you know hundreds of cars and no chips, and I don't know how to do soldering, so that's kind of. I, I don't know where you were going with that, but I'm, I'm going to butt in with my claim to fame. Um, many, many moons ago, before the Google Festival Speed got too big for its own boots, um, Carrera were there, um, and I went to, and they had a track in the back of a truck, and uh, fastest lap of the day won a, won a set. So I thought, I have to have a go at this. And I just, I just automatically looked at the circuit and thought, okay, Figure of eight, don't want to be on the inside, don't want to be on the outside. I want to be in those middle lanes because they're going to just be smoother curves. And so uh, up against, I don't know if it was a four laner or more, um, up against several sort of like 10-year-olds, I just dominated them, little little <laughs> pesky kids. And I uh, whipped around, won my heat and thought nothing more of it. Then at the end of the day, just sort of poodled past and said, okay, so what was the fastest? That? And they, they said, oh, it was this chap here. And I went, oh, that's me. <laughs> and I got a... I had to walk miles to my car carrying this massive Carrera box because their track isn't small, so their sets aren't small. Um, and I obviously wasn't particularly grumpy at all. Um, back to my car with an Aston Martin and a something else in the well, Ferrari Enzo in the set. Happy as Very that. nice. Very yeah, nice. There were lots of little kids by their cars crying as I walked past. Crying. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. If you bring your children to a swap meet, we'll make sure he's not anywhere near them. <laughs> we, 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 we have digressed off the swap meet. I was going to say, um, did you see anything? I'll tell you what I saw. <laughs> Let me ask you a question and then jump in with an answer. Um, did you see Mark Scale was flogging a load of flies at 15 quid? Mint in box, brand new, Mint sort of, box, again, yeah. They were, they were, I don't know, probably what, 15, 20 year old, and that's somebody's collection. I always, it's always a little bit of a mixed uh, feeling when I see this because these are the kind of cars I bought new and still have. So when you see them 
like that, you think, oh, that's interesting. And you go, oh, that could be me. You know, if I have a massive heart attack next month or something, that's going to be my slot collection. Um, Cheery thought. And they're also saying, well, that's a good price. You know, that's a good, I'll buy all of those because 15 quid is a good price. And then I think, well, I don't really need any of those. I've got all of those cars with different uh, paint on them. I'm in an interesting stage at the moment because, of course, for the for listeners who don't know, I'm recently not working. I still struggle to use the word retired. Uh, I'm recently not working. So my previously cavalier approach to spending money on toy cars is somewhat uh, subdued at the minute. Uh, so I'm not just buying everything that takes my fancy. I'm trying to only buy things which I think I really want, which is an interesting test to go through, especially when you see what I did get over Christmas. But the um, So I resisted all of that. But in the past, that would have been me hoovering up sort of five or six going, well, you know, it's the price of one car sort of thing. Um, I have to say, that was the only bargain I saw. I, I mean, again, I wasn't looking. Not to go oh, no, there were other. I, yeah. I spotted several things that I considered bargains. I, I looked at it, you mentioned it to me. He's over there, he's got them at 15 quid. And initially, I have that free sort of, bloody hell, that's a bargain. And then I had the thought of, oh, yeah, but that's fly cars and I don't buy fly cars. I haven't bought fly in probably 10 years. I think they're nice models, but I wouldn't want one. Because you can't okay, race well, I'll get one you can only race them against each other, and yeah, most possibly, of the aren't possibly gonna... not. Some of them are some of them are very good. What I did I, I, again, you may remember, the listeners won't. Um, my big hope for Swindon pre Swindon uh, was that um, the <laughs> rather go. lovely uh, Pioneer Christmas Genial special work. editions, the Santa cars on a charger, I believe, rather horrible and. Uh, the red one, the green one, and uh, I thought, there's a recession on. They're never going to sell all of those before Christmas. Dealers are going to show up at Swindon <laughs> with cars with Santa written on them with massive discounts to liquidate the stock, and I'm going to move in. And actually, it took about my third or fourth tour around until I even spotted a couple of them when I spotted oh, You did see one? Two. I saw a red one and a green one. And the red one, which is the one I fancy, I shouldn't be seeing this because all the dealers will already know that when they see me coming, they'll go, ah, Scott, you want this car? Anyway, um, so I held it in my hand. And like you, I had forgotten to take any cash. I only had my card. And I think the table it was, I didn't ask because I didn't want to be embarrassed. Um, I think the table it was on only took cash. So I was saved any dilemma whatsoever. Uh, but it wasn't particularly cheap. It was uh, it was at it was at full price, as it were, which is fine. Um, and which it was only two of them. Fifty five quid. Whoa! So for a Santa Claus Pioneer car, it's a very nice. Santa car. And this is where you know, I wish we were on video. I would I could sing the praises of that model for a lot. It's got Santa driving, nicely modelled. It's got an elf in the passenger seat, nicely modelled. The livery <laughs> is beautifully done. Everything is kind of Christmas or Santa themed, which I think is very good. Uh, with the exception, there's only one real logo, as far as I know, on it, uh, which is Elf, which, of course, is entirely appropriate. So I, 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 I like the model and I like the idea and I think the execution is beautiful. So it would tick all my boxes, but I, I, I didn't have the elf. cash. Does the elf have the uh, Thunderslot Mustang driver's helmet, the pixie-hatted uh, helmet? Because he should I, do. I then he could get away with it. My hand, I couldn't tell you. Um, but but talking oh, I wish, of I, helmet, I wish I'd seen that. Well, they're I'm very nice. And I'm, yeah, they're very nice. The, the, the dealer model that the dealers were sent, and therefore the shoe popped up on eBay, have, are actually green and red. Uh, rather, so for those of us who can't 
choose, they're even better. But they are rather pricey. But talking of helmets, um, uh, what arrived through the post for me, if I may segue into that for a moment, um, mm. was a purchase that I'd forgotten I made direct from Hornby. Uh, so the ones you forget are always the best. Well, that well, I, I was slightly bemused because I got a notification that there was money had gone out of my bank to Hornby, and I thought I haven't bought anything from Hornby. <laughs> so uh, I was intrigued when the box finally arrived, and I opened it, uh, and it was the green TWR XGS Groupie touring car. Now, from the minute nice. they announced that model, and I bought one of the black motor cars, I thought. They're going to do a green one, and I hope they do the right wheels, and I'm definitely buying it. And, of course, fairly quickly, they did one for Australia, which was green with an Australian livery on it. And I resisted buying that because I thought they must, must, must do it in the UK. And sure enough, they did. Announced it for last year, and uh, I must have ordered it uh, direct from Hornby for reasons which I can't remember. Um, It's lovely if you've got them. Yeah, it's really nice. But, interestingly, the... The black Motul car has got this rather oversized, open-faced helmet chap who we've got known and loved since the uh, the GT40 first came along. This car oh, yeah. has got a closed helmet with an open visor um, and painted um, with a, a, a much smaller and probably, in fact, if anything, perhaps a little too small. I don't know. But um, he's got a proper uh, helmet on it, so he's it's good. And the wheels key thing for that car with those wheels and I think it was the only car that raced with those wheels so that's an interesting investment for them but it's lovely um, they're kind of like got, things aren't they they're, they're sort of uh, yeah they kind of I think they were done because they looked a bit like road wheels and I think you could buy a road wheel which was vaguely equivalent for a lot of mm-hmm. money from TWR mm-hmm. um, but it was yeah the car just looks great on them the um, the livery is nice. I'm a little, if I'm nitpicking, the white stripes are a little bit too wide across the bonnet, etc. But you know, I've been nitpicking. It's a car. I was an instant kind of. I want that as minute it arrived. The other thing which I bought was on eBay, and there's a little bit of a, a swap meet tale to this, which was an, a Reprotech uh, Cobra. And the reason I wanted a Reprotech Cobra, despite having um, got. Ninko ones and uh, all sorts of other and MRRC ones is because a guy at the club, Jim, Mr. M, some of you may know, used to race one. Of course, Jim Jim could win with the box the car comes in. You know, he's kind of that good. Anyway, this <laughs> car, just, I used to love the, the, the thing. So it popped up at Eve. I thought, oh, I'm having that. Um, and it's it's sort of been well used and it's got different tyres on it, but that's fine. And it's it's missing a roll bar and a, a few little chrome bits at the front, but it's you know it's fine. It's a race car, bright yellow, black stripes, looks great. Um, and I thought, oh, it's a bargain. Got that for twenty quid. And, uh, and of course, then at the swap meet, I spotted one in its box uh, with the bits that are missing from this one I bought for twenty quid. So I should have waited to go to the swap oh. meet. So the classic dilemma, yeah. you see something on eBay, do you go buy now or do you wait to go to swap meet? And the reason I mentioned didn't that... didn't we example, say that? I thought we said something uh, when we kept bumping into each other at Swindon. There, I'm sure, maybe it wasn't you, somebody said, you know, oh, I've seen this over there. Um, or it was me possibly trying to get back to try and find something. And if you don't buy them when you see it at the swap meet there and then, then the chances are, one, if you can actually remember where the store was, by the time you get back, it will have gone. That's just the law of the swap meet. I think I think that's a nice way of kind of self-preservation, isn't it? Because I find you, I can oh, say, yeah. well, I'll come back that for well. that. 
which is a way of kind of saying, well, you know, I'll, if it's missing, then I don't really want it. I won't really miss it. Whereas, um, but what I was going to say is an interesting dilemma about whether well, you buy when you see something on eBay or whatever, or do you wait and go to the swap meet? I think, unscientific survey, I think prices at swap meets are generally lower than you would get on eBay, whether it's new you or do? Uh, yeah. I think so. I think I think a swap meet is a good uh, a good place from an economic point of view, even if you've had to drive a little bit, and even if you've had to pay sort of three quid to get in. I think you're right. If it's a um, a used thing, not uh, sorry. I think you're right. It's cheap. Can be cheaper with new boxed stuff. I'm not convinced that um, it's cheaper than eBay for used stuff, but I didn't. Okay. Uh, I'm actually, as I pause and talk slowly, I'm talking myself, I'm thinking myself out of this argument because that Mercury Cougar was only 20 quid. And I reckon possibly on eBay it might have gone for more. Yeah, you might be right. I'll give you that. I certainly, um, you know, the SCX that I bought at 35 quid for a digital car is just ridiculous price. You'd never have got that on eBay, I'm sure. And I'll go and check in a minute and find that they're going for 25 and that will be more. In what's fast becoming a tradition of this podcast, where I or one of us poses a question and then proceeds to answer it without letting the other speak, <laughs> I'm going to ask the question, which is, um, what is it you wish you'd bought? And if I leap in to answer my own question, it was the green Bugattis, the Hobby Classic. And again, delighted to see Hobby Classic and um, Slot Addict over. Uh, they'd been at Gaiden and brought stuff, but they had the there's this uh, ongoing series of Bugattis which have been done in national colours, uh, blue for France, obviously in different lines. But they had a British racing green, uh, pink car Bugatti, um, absolutely lovely, sixty quid. Didn't have my didn't have any cash, etc. But that was probably the car when I was driving back. I thought, yeah, I wish I'd bought that. That was that looked cool. There were several that I thought. Um, I wished I'd bought, but I was kind of also thinking no. So one that I had seen and was trying to find the stall again for um, was there was a very nice, I, did, I haven't seen them very often, Ninko Austin Healy. I, I really am not familiar with them at all. It's probably only the second uh, one I've seen, I think. And it was really quite pretty, I thought, a charming little thing. 33 quid, um, but it had the NC2 in it. And I have got various adapters to put NC1s in. And I I was so tempted because I'm sort of I'm kind of having a uh, a reminiscence moment. I'm I'm fondly remembering Ninko, and I'm also quite keen on some of those like fifties, sixties shells at the moment, or cars, you know, models that represent them. So I kind of regretted not picking that up for thirty three quid. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm kind of regret it, but I wouldn't have. I'd only had it for a wee while run it a few times and then probably ebayed it anyway but it would have been nice to own it um the slot outlet i think it was had the um, slot it's maserati gt gran turismo thing can't remember the full name of it they had one of those at 40 quid which i was sore tempted by but it was the wrong kind of color scheme for my eyes it's too dark so when it goes into the corner of the club track i'll lose sight of it so i have on pre-order the the swiss um I think it's Swiss racing team one, which has yellow stripes on it, which helps with the visibility. That was quite good. Oh, um, um, what? Go on. 
I was going to say, take note, slot car manufacturers, if you want Pedro to buy your cars, Dayglo colours. Yeah, it's got to be Dayglo. But not not NSR, Repsol livery Dayglo or Martin. The, the, I'm big enough yeah, to slot anyway. out there. For, um, did you see the David Piper um, Fly 250 GTO? 40 quid. I thought really, that was, was it? good. Oh, that, yeah. that would have attracted I, my attention. Yeah, that would have attracted my attention. Oh, sorry, I didn't tell you about it. I picked it up uh, a couple of times and thought, hmm, because I've seen somebody did a, uh, a 3D printed chassis recently on slot form for one of those. And I thought, oh, but I'm, again, I'm kind of glad I didn't because I wouldn't be able to race it. And it would have just been an itch that I scratched, sat it on the shelf for a bit and then gone, you know, that needs to go on the eBay pile. Um, well, this is something the I one have to... that I do regret. What? The eBay pile. Okay. Well, no, I was going to say, I think something to is worth investigating later is about, you see that itch you're going to scratch. Sometimes you see a car when it's new and you think, oh, I quite like that, but I'm not going to get it. And it sort of niggles and worms away. And you may see someone else race it and you think, oh, yeah, that looks quite good. And then you sort of see one for sale and you think, oh, yeah, I wish I'd kind of got one of those. And eventually you, you sort of you end up owning it. Or there's cars that come out where you think, yeah, I've got to have that now. Um and then you maybe never use so this. I, I think it's interesting the the motivations that we have, and some some things are slow burners that kind of creep up on you and, and justify themselves over the long term. Other other ones are. I think instant. I'm guilty. Instant purchase. I think I'm guilty of um, getting too giddy when a, a, a launch happens, or, or as is going to happen later this week, uh, Scale Electric announce what they're going to do, and I'll go, "Oh yes, 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 yes! I want that! I want that! I would like this! I need that! I need this!" And then, I don't know, over a period of time, I kind of go, well, no. I, I'm restricting the amount of pre-orders I've put in because half the time I feel like after we cooling off period, I think, no, actually, I don't want that. Like, I thought I really wanted the Lotus Esprit and then I just thought a bit more about it and thought, no, I don't. Um, so that's, yeah, I'm I'm trying to be much more careful about the things that I do pre-order and I don't. And I'm also trying to remember more about what I've pre-ordered and what I haven't. Because the way the transport's working at the moment, it's very easy to forget. Well, uh, I was convinced I'd pre-ordered one of those Carrera Big Merc tank jobs. Um, I'm just going to my Pendle account and just check. Um, but I didn't get one in the post. So, But then I thought, okay, I haven't got one in the post. You know what? That's probably not a bad thing. I thought I'd pre-ordered it. It didn't arrive. And actually, I thought... Yeah, okay, on balance. Not too not too worried about that. No, I know that feeling. The other thing, um, I, did, I didn't mention it. Sorry. The other thing, there were two dudes um, on a stall sort of near the entrance, and they had a few 124ths, and one of them they had was, a, I think, is it a TTS? The BRM Escort Mark One, yellow and green, lovely, peachy, unused, boxed, and they wanted 75 quid for it. That was a bargain. Fortunately for me, I didn't have any cash and they weren't taking cards. But that was, someone should have hoovered that up. I didn't understand why they didn't have it out of its box. Um, basic well, sales strategy. I saw you asking about a more modern BMW 3 Series, I think. Or was that me, Mr? I, thought you I did manhandle a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. I did manhandle a couple of um, SCX. They, were they weren't... They were forty quid. No, these are one twenty fourth. I'm sure it was a scale auto, was it? I'll be Seemed to be about forty um, quid, which I thought was a good price for those. But I, I mean, one twenty fourth oh, is. I know. 
Unless not you're yet. unless I yeah, the only one twenty fours I have were things that I bought for club classes and raced once or twice and that was it. And I've kind of you know, the kind of curiosities rather than they're slower and they're not any better models and you know, one thirty second is it for me. Yeah, they are curious, yeah. I, I I like their chunkiness like that. They're just a bit different and I kind of like them for that reason. I think I was looking at I'm going to say it was Weevils, but they'll they'll turn around and say we weren't there. But I thought it was Weevils we stalled. They were there. There was somebody we had quite a few bits of Carrera one twenty four, which I um like, you know, drooled over for a wee while before I thought, oh, hang on, they're Carrera underneath. Nah. Uh, and moved on. Um, but they're quite nice. Yeah. I do like one twenty four. I just don't have the space to store the darn things is one thing. Oh, well that's the issue. Well one of the possibly a good point to kind of see that for the next thing we're going to be covering with some excitement and then possibly some disappointment is the range of possibly anger. From, oh is it worth getting angry about? I don't know. Um the range from Electrics, which as we as we're recording this is literally twenty four hours away. Um mm. so some might say we should have waited, but hey, why should we do that? Um I think Carrera have. I've certainly seen a list of what Carrera are going to be bringing out, and I've seen one or two yes, mentions of what Slaughter might be bringing out. So, but you know, Skeletrix home team and all that, and um, as in home UK and that team, nice Simon who lends money left, right, and centre, and, and the man that you are indebted to that the world now knows. Yeah, he sponsored <laughs> um, this podcast brought to you by Simon from Home. <laughs> Uh, for the avoidance of doubt yeah. and any litigation, we are not sponsored by Hornby Holidays. Uh, Simon is just a nice man. <laughs> just a nice man. Take, takes pity on you turning up at your second straight swap meet without cash. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not oh, no, seeing it's it's like a habit, but, yeah. amateur. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're going to we're going to look at the through the list and we'll talk about that. What we're excited about and what we're pleased about. What we'll be placing instant orders on, or perhaps as. Uh, Pedro's just said, thinking about it for a little while before we then mm, place an order. Yeah, mulling over. Mulling over, yeah. So that's going to be the next one, uh, which will hopefully be uh, not too far away. Um, and then swap, I'd say swap meets, physical meetings, it could be Milton Keynes if we if we all go to that one. Um, but only yeah. a couple well, I'm not sure I will, but I'm, I'm tempted. Good. The, um, the, I just realised uh, the Scalectrics release, we can we can label the podcast as uh, Scott and Pedro react to the Scalectrics because apparently that's what you do on YouTube. You you put up videos and podcasts and things of reacting you, to something. Is that you're going to agree to do it on your video then? No. <laughs> I have a Facebook radio and I'm keeping it that way. Uh, dear listeners, soon, uh, sooner or later I'll convince them we can do the video. Then yeah, then you yeah, can yeah. What, can I just you can the other thing that on about. the other thing that amused me about Swindon, which I have thought for quite a long time, generally when that's you go a, on eBay, that's a is, sentence no I one ever says. What amused me about Swindon? <laughs> I want to know just how many. I think they're called GD Slot as a brand. Uh, Super GT cars came into this country because at any given time there always seems to be quite a few of them on ebay and i did uh, it made me smile as i walked around swindon's gloomy hall that there were several stands that had gd slot lexus sc430 is it you'll know um they were like i think there were 20 one may have been down to 15 quid 
Well, no one's ever. I, I think the end. We know the end of days is coming when those have sold out. Finally, have you got one? Have you ever had one? No, no, I have not. But I did have those. Two. Well, I had a set of Takaras, but I never went for the GD slot. So the so the it's G slot. So the, the uh, I obviously I bought I bought some because of Toyotas and Lexus, and so I had to have one. Ah, and uh, I only recently took it out the box. And it comes with two sets. You are such a collector. Well, no, just because it was like, you know, uh, it's two sets of tires. There's some racing tires in it, and there's some display tires. And the tires it's on mm-hmm. in the box are far too tall. And you think, oh, this is a stupid, clunky toy. The chassis has got a million screws in it, so you can deduct, you can uh, tune it and do all this. Chassis, it's like a little radio control chassis. It's amazing. Um, and really? when you put the racing tires on, Round my admittedly twisty little polycar track, it's as quick as the you know sidewayses and the the slotters. So, no. um, are you saying I should do? I think as an just one to be into you to look under the cover, as it were. Um, the so they're, mm-hmm. they're, inter- they're more interesting than I thought they were going to be. As I say, I bought one oh. fifteen years ago or whatever it was, and only got round to opening the box late last year. Amazing. So. Who was it? Somebody, somebody did an NSX, the earlier bodywork NSX. I can't remember. It was a small Cartrix. manufacturer, and it was a cartridge. Cartridge, it was. And I had one of those, and it was a real disappointment. And I kind of put G slot, GD slot in the same. Uh, I just pigeonholed them unfairly, possibly by the sounds of it, as a, as a nice. It's a car I like the look of, but as a model, it's going to be a bit rubbish. So don't bother. Save your penny, Pedro. Next time you see one, okay. Well, of course, of course, the poo has got them in stock, and I've listened to this, and the prices will be going up. So that's that's the kind of yeah. effect. When, when that happens, we know we're actually having some influence on the market. So it's that's what we need yet. to do, right? What we need to do is agree what we're going to um, up, Still. go out, buy a lot of them, put a podcast out with all our gazillion listeners, force the prices up, and sell. Is that some sort of insider trading? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we're gonna. Okay, have so that. no, I, I'm fine with that. Um, so uh, a wrap up then. Maybe speak to you later in the week, and we'll put something out about the list. Yes. Uh, so we'll tune in tomorrow. We won't react. I mean, I think it's too soon for us to be watching live uh, and commenting like the oh draw God, for man. the World Cup or something. Um, <laughs> Someone's already made the point that um, I think Drive Number Eight made the point that. Um, Hornby, basically it's Airfix, Scalectrics, probably the railways as well, all coming off the same server, all all the lists switched on at the same time tomorrow morning at whenever o'clock, which means their server will just fall over and you won't be able well, to get in. No, no, no. Well, you're, you're, you're previously mentioned Benefactor pointed out that they've got new, nice, shiny new servers <laughs> and that this didn't happen Did last he? year. Oh, okay. Uh, and therefore, oh, okay. it's unlikely to happen this year. But I mean, what I a nice problem for them to have, you know, to be there's so much. Oh, stuff. yeah. I think, um, I don't know the order though. I think slot, I think Skeletrix is up first, then Airfix is in the afternoon. I don't know when Hornby is. So I think they'll uh, stagger. Oh, they've so learned they'll their lesson by the time. So, yeah. um, so I'll be looking at the Airfix one as well because that's another small addiction of mine. Okay, well, listen, uh, as there's something to look forward to, possibly. Um, thank you for listening, if you've listened this far, and um, we'll speak to you again soon. Bye. All right, take care, Scott. Bye. Okay, cheers.